Welcome and hello. This is a thriving intuitive podcast, formerly known as Unlock Your Destiny. I am your host, Raven Scott, a certified meditation teacher, author, and destiny coach. ways to grow so you can gain confidence in your talents and strategy to shine your unique light into the world. Sign up today for Thriving Intuitive Membership to evolve and get your game plan in the Walk in Your Purpose Masterclass. Hello, Carrie. So nice to have you here on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited for you to be here too. I'm just going to share a bit about yourself and then we'll dive into the conversation for our Thriving Intuitives. So Carrie is a Tantra teacher. She lived in a Tantric community for years, learned under and mentored from teachers in the realms of emotional intelligence, yoga, breathwork, and intimacy. She is an intimacy coach working with women to refine their juicy and sensual selves and couples to come back to being passionate lovers again, all through the avenue of clarity, communication, and commitment to creating more pleasure. After experiencing the end of her marriage and the death of her brother back to back, she set out on her own eat, pray, love journey and found herself living in a tantric community where she experienced deep transformation. She learned to radically love her body, come back into her femininity and softness, awaken her sensuality and sexuality, and finally live a life that gave her deep pleasure. Carrie has in-depth training in Tantra as a lifestyle, tantric sexuality, yoga, emotional intelligence, and deep emotional release. And she uses those skills in her coaching and workshops to help clients create new levels of personal pleasure. Carrie knows that intimacy and pleasure are skills, and like any skill, they can be developed and increased. Her stand is that no one needs to settle for less than juicy, joyful life. She works with individuals and couples to break free of a mundane autopilot life so you can experience being fully alive and passionate. I love that mission so much, Carrie. I'm so excited to dive deeper into all of this tantric and the self-love. So tell us, What exactly is Tantra? Maybe let's define that first. Yes. So Tantra, there's a real, a big misconception, especially um, out West is that Tantra is just sex. It's like breathing with someone else, maybe using a feather, whatever that can look like. Right. And so the truth is, if we go back to the origin is that Tantra, you know, there's Tantra is like a huge umbrella term, really. And so it tells us that life is divine, that life is sacred, that so that we can lean in and um, experience life and everything that life brings fully in order to access the divine. So a lot of us grew up really religious. Even if you didn't grow up religious, we still have those imprints, because if we go back to way, way back, it's like there's still religious imprint or influence into what we do today and certain ideas that we have. And so religion has this thing where it's like, okay, well, the world is like a big distraction, lots of sin. So just like push it away and just like, no, we want to do just focus on God and just don't look into all this other stuff. And so all these worldly 
pleasures and joy and whatever. And so Tantra really flips on that on its head and says, well, no, like we're here in this manifestation for a reason. So let's lean into it fully with consciousness and awareness and experience that energy fully and access the divine through that. So because Tantra says, well, we look we delve into everything that is worldly and everything is divine. Sex is also included in that. None of us would be here if, you know, without sex. And so it's a very small piece of Tantra, but it is a really powerful piece and using sexual energy for more of a heightened divine purpose. And so Tantra lets us know, it's like, hey, the divine and God, if you will, whatever language you want to use, it's in down into every blade of grass. It's in nature. It's in, in our emotions. It's in our relationships and all this stuff. So it's like, let's lean into it fully and find the sacredness and divinity within that rather than pushing it away. Because when we push it away, it's just, it can really come up in more un, unhealthy ways. And so if we're conscious of it and have more of that witness consciousness or that, um, or we can see what's going on, we have the awareness, then it's like we can use this life and we can use the energy that comes from all of that to access something greater. Wow, that's beautiful. I love that. I know, and I've watched some documentary on Netflix and unfortunately the Tantra, like it was talking about a whole bunch of different alternative healings and the Tantra that has been misused part of Tantra was in that documentary about how it was actually not good because all they did was focus on that one tiny element that you said. But I love that, that it's about, it's about connecting the spirituality and the senses, not just sex. Sex is one sense, but like you say, like walking through grass, like probably that could be some type of practice in Tantra where you're just connecting to the divine and earthing, correct? Absolutely. So it's just accessing, Tantra really uses the word that they would use. It's like the energy of Shakti. So it's the feminine. So that's another beautiful part of Tantra is that they look at the masculine and the feminine dynamic within the universe. So I'm not talking about men and women here. I'm talking about masculine and feminine energy. If we look at Shakti and Shakti is manifestation and everything, you know, in creation or creates and creation, it's like this whole world is Shakti. This And so Tantra says, well, we want to use that energy because that in itself is also sacred because God is both or the universe is both masculine and feminine energy. And so Tantra really looks at use or accessing that energy of Shakti. So yes, in the blade of grass, like the energy from the earth and being able to like sink into that and ground and feel that resonance or that connection with the earth, because that too is sacred and divine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the feminine energy and the masculine energy is something that um, we do talk a bit about here as Thriving Intuitives on the podcast. So Tantra focuses more on the feminine or it focuses on the balance? It focuses on the balance. So when they're talking about, you know, utilizing Shakti, it's like we're human and we're here on earth and all this stuff has been created. And that's the energy of the feminine, the creation, the manifestation. But we also need the masculine. So we need sort of that centeredness and that pure consciousness. We need both. And so when we talk about within our own being, us as individuals, no matter your gender or how you identify or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like we both have equal parts masculine energy and equal parts feminine energy. And the goal, I, I believe like part, part of a spiritual journey is bringing those into balance. Mm-hmm. And so 
having um, an integrated feminine of creation, of accessing our intuition, of being connected to the earth, of feeling our emotions. And then we also need sort of this masculine part of ourselves where it's determination and giving a lot of structure and achievement and all these kind of all these and um, witness consciousness, being able to observe and ideas and all this. So we need both within our being. So they're they're both of equal value. They're not the same. They're, they are different. That's the nature of it, but they have equal value. So both are equally important. So one's not better than the other. And if we look really, really high of that, it's like, you can't worship Shakti without worshiping Shiva and vice versa, because they're both part of the ultimate universe, right? So it's, one's not better than the other. They're just different, but they mm. both have great value and we need them both. I love that. And I really love that concept coming from, um, I was raised in a Christian background and God was like this man, right? It was very like that um, patriarchal society. And when I discovered that number one, like God divine is not just a man, like the divine could be feminine, the divine could be you know, ambiguous, the divine can be both. That just blew my mind and opened up such an amazing like perspective on life, you know, being able to free myself from this authoritative God, you know, for me and my experience. I know a lot of us probably have been raised with that. Um, not yeah, all, absolutely. but in the Western culture, I think we have. Yeah. Yes, definitely of this idea that God is is masculine or a man. And for me, that's what really shifted things for me as well as like. And I, I mean, I'm grew up Catholic, but not even really strict Catholic. And it still had a huge imprint on me. And so starting to learn of just like, hey, the universe is also feminine. And here's the beautiful qualities of the feminine. This and we worship her. And and it was just like, oh, it almost like gave me this permission that it's okay to be a woman. And it, you know, it wasn't anything that was like sinful or bad. And it's like, no, there's such beauty in this. And this is what makes the world so beautiful. Just like the, just the beauty that you see in the, in the world and the creation and the manifestation that happens. It's like, it's like, wow, that is God too. And so that really shifted things for me. And you don't even think it's like, it's so unconscious where it's just like, but it was so liberating and so freeing for me. Yeah, you're right. It's so subconscious. I love that. And I'm sure all of you thriving intuitives who are listening, comment um, comment below if this is how you re- resonate too and how you felt. You grew up with the subconscious, like authoritarian, p- patriarchy kind of society. That's how it is in the West. Like uh, who invented God as a man? Because God and the divine is not very right. much. It's so freeing. And I love how you, you um, were talking about how it freed you from your shame of even being a woman. Like we shouldn't feel shame at all because the divine created us this way. Our souls chose this path in this female body for a reason. So don't, don't feel ashamed at all that you are. It's beautiful. The divine feminine is something I absolutely love to connect with. I'm like obsessed with the moon and I know, yes. is that my correct? The moon has a lot of the, the female energy. Also. Yeah. So the moon is um, like, if you think of cancer, cancers are connected to the moon a lot. So it's like the great mother, the moon. And so there's, um, there's even like the cycles of the moon, like a very feminine. So like women's menstrual cycles and how they mm-hmm. sort of um, are aligned or mirror sort of the cycles of the moon, a, a moon cycle. Yeah. And so if we think about, you know, a new moon as, you know, 
manifest, it's a good time to put um, manifestations, put, put seeds of intention. So if you think of this almost like we're ovulating, but planting yes. seeds and then like our full moon of what, you know, doing rituals around what we want to release. So think your moon time is when you have women have their period. So there's a lot of synchronicities there. I love that. Thank you for reinforcing that. Like I, I always talk about that and I'm sure, you know, all of us, the thriving intuitive listeners, you know, I talk about the moon a lot and yes. I'm just, here it is. Like, I'm not the only crazy one who's talking about the moon. And yeah, you're not crazy. I know a lot of people like do astrology. Like I, I'm not an astrology expert, but I love going to see um, people that I know. And it's just so, it's always like bang on like the things mm-hmm. that are happening with like the moon and the planets and all this stuff of like, okay, that's why I'm feeling this way. Okay. That's why this isn't happening. There's some, it's, it's all connected. That's the yeah. beauty. It is. It's all connected. I love it. I want to dive in a bit more of how did you end up in a Tantra community? I want to hear a bit of your story. Yes. Yeah, so that is quite a, a little bit of a wild story. So I had a very traditional life. I have a background in human resources and I was, you know, I was living this life where I was checking all the boxes where I was doing everything I quote unquote should do. Mm-hmm. And so I went to school, I got the man, I got a good job. I was progressing my career. I got married. We bought a big house. I was just like, well, this is everything that you go for it. This is everything that you want. Yeah. And so, and then I got it and I was just like, huh? I was like, this is it. <laughs> I'm like, is this it? Like, is this, this is going to be my life. And it sort of had this like meh feeling. And if I looked around, I mean, I married a good man. I had a, like, I, if I looked at everything, I was like, my life is pretty good, but it wasn't great either. You know, like I looked, I'm like, well, I don't have a terrible life. It's like, okay, well, that's kind of a low bar. And then it's like, <laughs> but I don't really have a great, like this life that just fills me up or I'm like excited about, excited about it. I just felt like, oh, this is this it. Like I did all these things that I thought I should do. And so I made the decision, very painful decision to leave my marriage. And so it's very um, excruciating. It's can, you know, be very painful to choose yourself. So I, that's what I did. And I naively thought, I was like, okay, eat, pray, love. Here we go. I'll like maybe travel for a bit and find another man, marry him. And then, well, that'll be better. And then three weeks later, after leaving my husband, I get a phone call um, letting me know that my uh, youngest brother had passed away and my brother passed away by suicide. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like everything that I thought that I knew and my life was just the whole foundation was just completely ripped from under me. And I was fortunate enough to have done some spiritual development, some inner work stuff. Thank, thank God. So I knew, you know, even in my grief and in my shock, I knew I was like, this, this is for something. I don't know why I don't like it, but I really need to pay attention here of, you know, my life was, I thought was, you know, a month ago, I thought it was going to be looking totally different. And now it's just, you know, I was in complete shock. And so I spent the next year really healing and doing a lot of my own inner work, processing my grief. And anyone who's had a big loss like that, you know that you're not just, you're not only grieving what's happened. It's like all your stuff has come up. And so it's like, 
there I was back at mother, father, inner child. I'm like, what is going on? Oh gosh. And so, um, I spent just over a year sort of really focusing on that and processing that. And then I met someone who I, you know, I was getting the travel bug. I was like, I think I want to leave. I don't really have a lot here in Calgary for me. So I was like, maybe I'm going to travel and work overseas and I'll travel for a bit. And so someone suggested, you know, go to this yoga school. So I looked into it and they had a lot of great stuff and I get, so I decide to go and I go and I get there and I'm like, okay, hey, I'm going to do yoga for three months. And I get there and I'm like, oh, this is a tantra community. I was like, <laughs> oh boy. I was just like, you know, it's so tight in my body, still my own insecurities around my body. I was just like, yeah. Oh. And like women are like showing their stomachs and like flowy dresses. And I'm like in like a baseball kind of long sleeve t-shirt and leggings in Thailand. And I was just you must like, be sweating to death. <laughs> yeah, sweating to death. And and then I just they had these tantra workshops. And I was like, you know what? when in Rome, like I, I'm here for three months. I don't know where my life is going. Let's just, let's just do it. And that is what completely changed everything. That is all the time we have for today. Tune in tomorrow for this part two with Carrie and hear more of her story and how to awaken your divine goddess within you. If you would like to get in touch with Carrie or myself, it would mean the world to us if you would take a screenshot of this episode, post it onto your social media feeds or stories, and tag us at Carrie underscore Cust and at The Thriving Intuitive. We will reach out and I will give you a shout out in the next podcast episode. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, keep your unique light shining.